Hey, this is Daryl Evans. Your passion for Jesus will be inspiring to others, so keep listening to today's modern worship on WMIE 91.5 FM. You have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In what God is doing. And thank God, this is what? Friday. This is Friday. I hope all you listeners, the all Make Your Day Count family, that have been listening to this broadcast all week here, I have enjoyed the teaching all week. My soul has been blessed. It has enriched my life knowing that. Every act of obedience produced result in my life. Watch this. I learned this week. I picked this up, and I want you to get that in your spirit. Every act of obedience to the Word of God produces good result in your life. So let us obey God's Word. That's all. Just do it. Obey it. Every act of obedience will produce the result of God's Word in your life. You can't see it unless... You won't see it manifest, Arch Diane. We will never see it manifest unless we obey it. <laughs> we, come on now. Mm-hmm. On, on this Friday, this is powerful right here. Mm-hmm. We can never see the word of God manifest unless we what? Obey it. So we have to obey it. One of my spiritual fathers says you must behave the word. <laughs> he said behave the word. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, yeah. You know, when you tell somebody to behave, you know, he says, you are to behave the word. Okay? Uh, we say here in America, you obey the word. Be obedient to it. Yeah, and when you behave it, you behave it. If you look at the spelling of the word, when you behave the word, you behave. Yeah. You have what it says. You have what it says. <laughs> we left off yesterday in Second Corinthians chapter eleven, verse three. But I fear lest somehow, as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, mm-hmm. so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. So when we think back to the garden, when we think back to the craftiness of the serpent as he deceived Eve, he tried to make her think that she was missing out on something. Yes. He tried to weary her in her mind, make her think that God was withholding something from her that would have been good for her. But we know that once that they partook of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, it was bad for them. It was God was withholding it from them because it was not something that they needed in order to move forward. He was holding it from them because it would have been harmful towards them. So he told them there was a restriction. He said, of all the trees of the garden, you may freely eat except for this one because there was consequences, negative consequences from eating of that one. But they freely could have ate of everything else. So that's the way the enemy works in his craftiness, in the way he takes advantage of us, the way he tries to come in our mind, and he tries to make us feel like God is withholding something. The enemy didn't focus on all the parts that they could freely eat, but he caused them to zone in on the one thing, that God said, leave it alone. So by his craftiness, they were deceived. 
because he, it looked like she ended up, she said, okay, well, she, she gave in. She negotiated. She talked too long to the enemy instead of just casting it down and cutting off the conversation. So it says that the Christ is simple. There's a simplicity in Christ. It's a simple concept. God said, don't do it. Don't do it. My dad had it. We had always used to say growing up, because I said so. One Father's Day, they had those shirts in Walmart. It said, because I said so. And I made sure I got that shirt for him because that was his catchphrase yeah. growing up. That was his response to us. Because I said it's so. So there's some things with God is because he said so. And we just cut off the communication with the enemy, the negotiation with the enemy, and go with the simplicity that is in Christ. Pastor was saying sometimes people put too much spin <laughs> on the word. So yeah. if you think about a seed just spinning all day, it's, mm-hmm. it's all over the place. It's never going to go into, it's never going to go into the ground to be able to grow. It's not going to be deposited into a place where it's going to be able to grow. It's just spinning all over the place. Right. So we have to allow the word of God to deposit in the good ground destination of our heart. Why? Because he Said. So, so, yeah, it, it, it is a simpleness of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever, whosoever, doesn't matter, whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. That's the simplicity of the gospel of Jesus Christ, of salvation. It's as simple as that. It's not deep, you know. It is just plain. Whosoever, doesn't matter who the person is, who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ will be saved, will have eternal life. You believe in God, you will have eternal life. You believe God. Believe God's word, practice God's word, go out and do it, you will experience it in your life. That's how I do it. That's how I experience God. I experience God by doing what he says. And God knows how to correct us. If we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing, he knows how to correct us. And it's not always in, it's not an abusive condemnation way. It's in a loving way of conviction. And then we have to do, respond, just like in um, Habakkuk chapter 2, starting at verse 1, says, I will stand my watch yeah, and set myself, myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say, say to, me to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. So okay. see the two parts? Yeah. We have to see what God's going to say. say. Now, if he says something different than what we say, what are we going to do? Are hmm. we going to hold fast to what we say? Or are we, we going to accept the correction come on. in the way to go? That's a powerful verse. Sometimes we skip over the verse 1 because verse 2 is more common. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. But that verse 2 comes after verse 1. So verse 1 says, I will stand my watch yeah. I, and set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me yeah. and what I will answer when I am Corrected. So he said, I will stand my watch. So a watch is a period of time. So he will stand and set himself on the rampart. A rampart is the high part of a, of a fortified wall that's around the, um, the area. So he said, I will stand my watch. I will endure a period of time. I will set myself in a place where I have a good view of what's going on around me. 
and I'll watch to see what God will say to me, the direction that he'll give to me, and what I'm going to answer back when he corrects me. Oh, that's the big one. That's the big part. <laughs> yeah, the big part. What am I going to say <laughs> now, you know, when he corrects me? You know, it's easy when God is 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 going along with what I'm doing. But when, how about when he said, do not do that? What am I going to say? Yeah. Or change course, course, pivot. Don't don't go there. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. What am I going to say when he corrects me? Am I going to say, yes, Lord, mm-hmm. I will go wherever you send me. I will do whatever you say. Or I will say, oh, get behind me, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because sometimes, you know, we think when it's going, everything's going good, yeah. that we're just supposed to stay in that current or yeah. in that lane. But there's times where he's going to call us to pivot, to go yeah. in another direction. And the direction that he wants to take us is a more better direction. But yeah. sometimes we get so comfortable in the good that we don't pivot into the more better that he's calling us into. So, you know, it's when things are going good and when it's th- go- things are going bad, bad, he's going to correct us. He's going to move us into another level of what we're doing. And uh, too often we get too comfortable. We think, okay, it wasn't as, it's not as bad as it used to be, so this must be as good as it gets. <laughs> no, yeah. there's still a more better. That's exactly. <laughs> there, there's a song that we used to sing a long time ago. My God, know the way through the wilderness. All I have to do is follow. My God knows the way through the wilderness. And my job, is just to follow, just to go the direction that he is going, because that he knows the way. Sometimes we think we know the way, but the end thereof is that man is destruction. My way is not good. God's way is the best way. And this Friday morning, let me encourage you: God's thoughts are not our thoughts. God's ways are not our ways. They are far irons and exceed us. So let us follow God. And this Friday, let us surrender our life to the will and purposes of God. And remember Ecclesiastic chapter 3 that we begin with this week. There is a time, a season, and a purpose for everything under the sun. So find your purpose under the sun. Find your, your season, and you have the time to do it, to fulfill it. So uh, we won't just want to encourage you to hang on in there. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't fall victim to the devices of the enemy, this cunningness of the enemy, Satan. There's a scripture in Psalm 119, verse 67, that I like. David says, before I was afflicted. I went astray, but now I keep your word. Yeah. <laughs> the order. He said, I know what happened. Yeah. Before I was afflicted, I went astray yeah. from the way that you were leading me to go, right from way. your word. Yeah. He says, but now I keep your word. Yeah. I've learned that in keeping your word, yeah. I will reduce the affliction Shed. in yeah. my life. <laughs> I will, if, I do, if I do what God said, I won't go through all these pains. I won't go through all these pains. Before I was afflicted, I went astray. But now I keep your word. So we have to realize that. You know, and it also goes on to say um, in different parts that the enemy sets nets. And God will show us how to safely 
go around yeah, those nets. Yes. So, you know, if the, everything's been going, okay, we're going this route, this route, this route, and then all of a sudden God says pivot left or pivot right, and you're like, well, why Why do I have to go through this bumpy terrain here for a moment? You're missing a net. There's a net yeah. that's set for you, yeah. and he's maneuvering you around so that you can miss that net, and then you could get back on the track of, you know, what where you were going. Sometimes he'll just take you, he'll pivot you just for, for a moment because he's protecting you, he's keeping you from a net. So we have to be quick to obey and not try to overthink and outwork God. It's in his simplicity. He said, move, you got to move. Sometimes he's getting you out of the way because a hit is coming um, to that arena that you're involved in, and he wants to maneuver you out. So remember the word in Psalm 119, verse 67, before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I keep your word. We want to invite you to be a part of all that God is doing at Celebration Tabernacle Church through Celebration Tabernacle Church. We're located at 1010 Dixon Boulevard in the city of Coco. We have Sunday morning services at 10 a.m. And Children's Church is available for ages 3 through 11 on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. So we want to invite you to come out. On Wednesday nights, we have small group. It's called Connect Four. And it begins sharply at 7 p.m. And it's over at 8 p.m. every Wednesday night. So what Connect Four is, is groups, uh, small groups of people doing life together. So we have a topic. And within each group, there's a Connect Four leader that helps lead the conversation between each person that is sitting in the seats regarding the topic. And there's been a lot of insight shared, and it's multi-generational. There's people of all ages. There's people who have had lots of different life experiences, and they share together on the topic. So if you're looking for a place to connect with the body of Christ, we would invite you out on Wednesday nights from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. at Celebration Tabernacle Church for Connect Four. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Will and Duff with Keller Williams Space Coast Realty is a friendly, knowledgeable, active, and accessible real estate agent here in Brevard County. Keller Williams is known for real estate services all across the world, and Wayland specializes in helping buyers purchase the right place to call home, as well as helping sellers market and negotiate the sale of their single-family home, condo, vacant land, or business. Wayland Duff can be reached at 321-536-5973 or visit wayland.duff.kw.com. Wayland Duff with Keller Williams Space Coast Realty is your 